Welcome to the Hot Ticket Podcast. This is episode 179. On this episode, we finally make it to the top list of cigars that we smoked in 2020. I can't believe we actually made it to the end. Chris survived Corona. We think, speculating, of course. Um, I survived the craziness of my life, and it sounds like all of you have survived as well. Um, so really excited to break down our top lists of this year. We've got multiple lists that we're going to go over, so um, let's waste no more time. Let's get into it. Definitely looks like a party hat, doesn't it? Am I crazy? It does. Yeah, it looks you like know, a party hat. I am in. I am on the floor. I am on the floor in a basement. Yeah. Uh, with a uh, a makeshift uh recording studio. Yeah, it looks um, terrifying down there. It's real sketch. That's uh, like um, I've been watching Luther on HBO. Like Luther yeah. is the BBC show with Idris Elba, which by the way is a really good show. It's fucking fantastic. But there's all like. Everything in the show is dingy and old. Like, everywhere where people get murdered is just, like, you know, like a scene out of Saul. And, like, you're pretty close to what that is currently where you're at. If it wasn't for, like, a display being hung behind you and a little bit of technology, I would say that you're in, like, a rape dungeon. Yeah. This is, like, I'm living my own Saul movie. Yeah. Yeah, you are. I'm shackled to the floor. I need to find a key. So that I can somehow get out of this. <laughs> yeah. And there's yeah. a there's there's a handsaw, a really rusty handsaw, right on the <laughs> ground next to me. Hey, I gotta ask you a question. Does it look like my shirt says Hitler? Yes. Okay. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't say Hitler, but I've uh I've had multiple people approach me when I wear this and they're like, Why does your shirt say Hitler? And I'm like, It doesn't, it says Hitter. That's the two T's, <laughs> not an LT, but I keep getting Hitler every, like everywhere I go, people are doing double takes going. So it's a Theo Von shirt. It says, get that, yeah. get that hitter. Um, Lauren got it for me for Christmas and <laughs> it's definitely at least I would say every four out of five people think it says Hitler. So <laughs> not, not good odds, not good odds so far. Um, Anywho, how was your New Year's? Um, uneventful. Yeah, same. I uh, had uh, about 24 jalapeno poppers. Ugh, that sounds like the worst fucking heartburn. And it wasn't like homemade, like it was like frozen jalapeno poppers. Ugh, Chris, why? I don't know. That that's your New Year's. Like that's the that's the cool event. (laughs) How many jalapeno poppers can you shove in your fucking face? (laughs) And then we and then and then we ate uh, uh, like these little cheesecake cubes. Mm. Um, That you get like in a like a you get like a variety. You get like four different types: strawberry, like a truffle or whatever. Fuck it. They don't put truffles in this, but uh, then like a New York. Well, like. I tried the strawberry because I love strawberry. Well, it was a shit strawberry short, like cheesecake. Yeah. The problem was is for some reason the strawberry cheesecake contaminated all of them. So it's like oh, you have a they all shitty, tasted like strawberry. They taste like shitty mm. strawberry. It's like all worst. of them taste like shitty strawberry. Yeah, that's the worst. I had that with a fudge a couple weeks ago. I ended up buying and it. Not that it tar- the fudge was good, 
but I got a mint fudge and it was in with like peanut butter and chocolate and like a strawberry swirl fudge and then everything just tasted like mint and I was like fuck just ruined the fudge for me hey you left me hanging bro hmm we went to Tammy's for Christmas right yeah mom's family yeah and I took all the kids and that was great and all yeah no interest keep going uh but everybody made me take the fucking cookies. What cookies? Like, like they guilt tripped me, bro. And you weren't there to like take half. Why would I take them? I took home fifty-two cookies, Jesus Corey. Jesus Christ! Like, how many people were there? Uh, not that many. Yeah. But okay. Like, there's just an assortment of cookies. You remember that, like, that woman that Grandma knows that for the last twenty years. Like used to give her the leftover Christmas cookies, and I loved them. So yeah, the frosted ones. Yeah, 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 yeah. The frosted like sugar cookies. Well, she's still alive, so we're still getting. Cookies. How is how are these people still alive? <laughs> it's like this lady's been doing it for twenty years. Twenty years ago, she was eighty four. Like, I don't how know. Are you still doing that? So she. So this year, she still made me cookies. The problem yeah, yeah, is, yeah. is I'm at I'm at Tammy's. I'm in the basement. We're like, okay, we gotta go. Like time's short. We got a lot of family things to do. Can't stay long. Right. And like, oh, you, did you try the cookies? I was like, no, I didn't get to try. Well, you need to take some with you. I was like, ah, I was like, I don't. I was like, okay, I'll take a couple. It it didn't stop at a couple, Corey. Like Aunt Tammy had like made like thirty of these, like heart shaped Christmas cookies. Yeah. With like strawberry ish icing, and you I just took said all of them. you just said strawberry like a British person. You're like strawberry. Strawberry. Uh, <laughs> what the fuck was t- that? But instead of taking a couple, she made yeah. me take all of them because right. she knew no one else was going to take them. So yeah, I took no, them. No one will. Yeah, you're you're like uh, you're essentially the family dumpster. And then Grandma's like, "Did you? What well, did you get the cookies that what's her face made for you?" I was like, "No." She's like, "Well, you better take them all." So <laughs> and it's like Jesus. those fucking cookies. Yeah, I had so many cookies, and guess who ate them? You. No one. Oh, really? They just went to waste? I threw them away. I wasn't going to eat them. Yeah, that's unfortunate. Well, what do you think I would have done? Taken half? I wouldn't have, though. I don't take I don't take that shit. I don't take garbage. So we got to be able to spread and distribute evenly across everyone. It felt very one-sided. Well, I'm if- not going to lie to you. Um, it was kind of nice not having to do a family Christmas this year. I'm not going to lie. It was refreshing just to see the people that I wanted to see and felt no obligation to do anything outside of that. Um, it was like all of Christmas Day was just Lauren and I and the dogs. And it was Jeez. fantastic. Do you see my face of disgust? Yeah, I do. And you know what? Do you see my face of joy? If you're a listener and you can't see my face, I'm gonna ex- I'm gonna describe my face. It is very, very like, smug. It's very uh, Jim Carrey, pissed off Grinch face right now. Yeah, it's a very disappointed cartoon look. Yeah, it's very crumudgeony, <laughs> is what that is. Yeah. By the way, did you notice my beard? Look at this thing. It's fucking yeah. coming in. My mustache is woo, on point. Yep. That thing is, I think is like that thing's got. It's got a heartbeat now. It's so big. It's crazy. I can yeah, feel my look, lip pulsating all the time. You look like Surfer Santa. 
<laughs> I know, dude. It's not. <laughs> I just figured like I should. I was actually gonna because it's our New Year's episode. Technically, yeah. um, I was gonna just dress up with like a like a suit and tie. And then I realized how awful that would feel recording this podcast. And I was just like, nah, I don't want to do that. But I'm still, I feel like relatively festive. And I got the party lights going in the background. They're, you know, they're turned different colors every like four seconds. So that's pretty dope. You turned up, bro. Yeah, I'm making you, it, I'm making it fun. You came ready to party. I did, but I am so fucking exhausted. Like I'm barely, I'm not kidding you. I'm barely, any, and any ounce of energy I have left is going into this episode. Like I have nothing. I am so far beyond empty. I'm a I'm a car putting down Route 66, and I'm running on fumes. Like I'm my engine's going like, and I'm just coasting. I'm in neutral, coasting down the highway, and I'm about to run out of gas. I feel that. I feel that. Yeah, it's just crazy beyond. I I haven't slept. I literally have not slept. Like, like. When I mean I haven't slept, like, I literally have not slept. Like, my eyes have not shut, completely shut, and I have not processed sleep to then turn energy into my body. It has just not you, occurred. Why do you think that's the case, bro? Um, Why do you think that's the case? It's definitely stress. Oh, okay. It was de- it was definitely me getting a dog that <laughs> then two puppies that are more than a handful. It's been yeah. exhausting. So yeah. yeah. But anyway, um so New Year's resolutions, do you have any? I always make at least I even though I don't believe in New Year's resolutions cuz my thought is is that I'm always if there's something I want to do, I just do it. Like I don't mm-hmm. wait. Like I feel it how weird is it? Like just imagine it's January 2nd and you were supposed to make a new year's resolution back in December, but January 2nd hits and you go, fuck, I need to make a new year's resolution. Well, you would have to make it for the next year. So you have to wait like 360 some odd days to new year's resolution. It never made sense to me how people were saying, okay, as the year turns, then I'm going to commit to these things when literally you could just do it now. Which is what I've always done. So I don't. I'm not a believer in user resolutions, but there's certain things. It's like if I've already done them, it's almost like continue to do this. Or here's a variant of this other thing that I've done. Have you? Are you doing anything? Is there anything in 2021 that you want to change or that you want to do sure better? Sure do. Sure do. You're gonna bro, take on I'm a new hobby. You You're gonna take on uh, a new hobby like fucking origami. No, no, nothing like that. Nothing like that. Um, you gonna have another number- kid? Number one, suck more titties. Mm, that's a good resolution. That's a good one, right? I will say this. There's less titties available because of all the people dying of COVID. But I feel like what's out there is probably pretty luscious. Yeah. Suck more COVID titties. Yeah. Um, second one is don't produce any more children. Yeah, that's probably a great resolution. You should probably kick that one up to number one. I'd put um, suck titties on number two. Uh, yeah, and that's that that there's that's a two parter too. I'm gonna yeah. get a vasectomy soon, like very soon. That'd be very wise. Uh, mostly because I, I I'm done pulling out, bro. I feel like I could, like I feel like you shouldn't pay a doctor. Like I'll do it for you. Okay. 
you're gonna you're gonna take out my Zen deference or whatever the fuck they call them. Yeah, tubes. your Zen your Zen deference. And you're gonna fucking pull out those tubes. You're gonna clamp them and cut them and burn them. Yep. I was actually just gonna like punt you in your fucking testicles as hard as I could. Oh, I thought you were gonna perform surgery. <laughs> no. No. Uh, yeah, no more children, and I don't mm. like to pull out anymore. So, uh, wait, you don't like to it. pull out? I don't understand. I don't want any more children, but oh, I don't okay. want to pull out anymore. Got, okay, gotcha. So a vasectomy seems like the obvious choice. Okay, gotcha. Yeah. Okay. Right. Because clearly birth she... control is not working with you, ever. Nope. Nope. And I'd prefer she still keeps her estrogen going. Right. So, so no tubes tied. No tubes I just feel tied. like it's a very archaic thing to ask a woman. Could you imagine a guy being like, hey, go through this really intense procedure because I don't want to get snipped? Yeah. Like, that's the most selfish thing I think a guy could do is just be like, hey, just get your tubes tied. Yeah. Uh, number three, um, balance more family time. Oh. Hmm. Uh, that's tricky. What do you mean? Uh, like, spend more time with family? Yeah, like, just be better about balancing it. Yeah. Like, like, family time and then work time or hobby time or whatever that is. But just right. balance it better. Hmm. But that takes some planning. Some planning that I have yet to do. Yeah. Uh, which makes this a piss poor New Year's yeah. resolution. I can't wait. I, for, I can't unprepared. wait for 2022 when you're regurgitating this all over again. <laughs> yeah. Like, I need to balance family. <laughs> I need to yeah. balance work and life. Right. Work and family. Um, Other ones. Uh, take better care of my health. These, these seem like the like the prototypical thirty five year old New Year's resolutions. <laughs> yeah. I ain't getting any younger. <laughs> take care of my health, and uh, I've started taking probiotics, mm. uh, um, and prebiotics. You you um, weren't thinking about taking the amateur biotics? Nope. Mm. Total okay. pro. Gotcha. I do shit pro. Don't <laughs> fuck that novice shit. I do it full pro, bro. Speaking that of. Needs to, that needs to be a shirt. Full pro, bro. <laughs> full pro. Um, speaking of, they're actually, I told you the craziness with hockey. They're, it's actually, they changed Pisses it. Pisses me off. It's, well, it's back to seven now. So it's. Oh, shit. Okay. Yeah, it's back. And it starts okay. Monday. So like well, two days. I'm going to miss that session. But I will be ne back next session because my New Year's resolution Play is to start hockey. back hockey at the second session right. in 2021. Right, right, right. Yeah, I figured that would be one of them on your list. <laughs> I anticipated that as, as much. Yeah. Okay. Anything else? Uh, yeah. I want to draw more. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah. Yeah, most people wouldn't know that about you that you're you're a pretty good drawer. Drawer. <laughs> yep. As they would say in other countries, drawer. You know, if it, if I could have went down two different career paths, I could have been an illustrator or a concept artist or something like that in the gaming industry, which I probably would have really enjoyed. Yeah, or a rapist. Uh, and then made no money doing it. Or two, um I, but but the the alternative was is which I went down as it became more of a product designer. Yeah, uh, I didn't see you the, going down that path to be honest. Yeah, I didn't think I was going to go down it either. Yeah, that one was weird to me honestly. 
Yeah. I mean, it's cool yeah. that you did it, but I didn't anticipate you would. Yeah. <laughs> also, didn't think off. you were going to be a starving artist either. So, you know. Yeah. Like, you're, like, drawing shit on the fucking, you know, corner of the street. Like, you... I can imagine you being the person that draws people, like, at King's Island. They make the really long faces. And what essentially yeah, the what they do is they just take the characters. They take, like, the attributes of... And they just... Isn't that what they do? They just exaggerate things. Like, for me, they, they'd, they'd be take, like, oh, there's this huge pointy nose. Or, like, here's these super bright blue eyes. They, they exaggerate the most unflattering part about yeah, you. They make you so self-conscious. Yeah, that's exactly <laughs> and, what they do. And attack your self-esteem <laughs> yeah. every every inch they draw. And a fucking cartoon drawing at a goddamn <laughs> amusement park. You're like, what it's the like, fuck? It's like, I didn't know I had a double chin. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. You do you think like, do you think all the famous artists when New Year's resolutions came around, they're like, "This year I'm gonna make money." I that would be hilarious. Yes, I would hope so. <laughs> and, and then like people like Van Gogh, like they they had to die. Yeah, they didn't make any money. Anything. You know what's fucked up is like, <laughs> I feel I feel kind of bad saying this, but it's the fucking truth. I went to the Van Gogh Museum in Amsterdam. It's fucking terrible. Fucking, it? it was the worst fucking two hours of my life. Lauren's like, we got to go to the Van Gogh Museum. And there's a ton of people that go to this fucking place, dude. It's crazy. Like, it's in the middle of this park. And it's just this giant fucking building. And there's literally, like, you have to buy tickets to go in at certain times. Because there's so many fucking people that go through it. Yeah. And I'm going through it. And I'm looking at it. I was like, these paintings suck. Like, a toddler could fucking do these paintings. And the whole time, of course, like, you know how people admire art especially Europeans. Like, it's just like, they're all standing there like, mm, what do you think it means? And I'm, I'm the asshole walking by going, that painting looks stupid. Why is it just a bowl of fruit? <laughs> why is there a fucking bowl? Why is it? I, first of all, why is that apple look like an oval? <laughs> the apples aren't ovals. Like, why the fuck does it look like that? So I'm scrutinizing all these really fucking expensive paintings. Cause I was just like, this is ugly. These paintings are terrible. They look fucking awful. What, what the painting is trying to tell you is that it symbolizes life. Yeah, life, there's that element it, to it, it, but... It blossoms, and then it decays, and it dies. Yeah. That life is precious, and you must, you must take it because it's so short-lived. I'm like not buying it. or an apple. I'm not buying it. I was, um, I'll be honest with you, I was very, I was very disappointed it was not a good museum. It's not. I highly, I, I really recommend you save your fucking money and just don't go. It's terrible. It was such a waste of time for me. The only cool thing about it was, is Lauren promised me a Stroopwafel afterwards, so Ooh. I got that, which was great. And I got to go to the cigar lounge because, um, Cigaragua, which is like their premier cigar lounge there, yeah, is like you can walk from the museum. It's like two blocks away. So I walked there and hung out there like for four hours. So that was like, I basically suffered through like the worst art experience of my life just so I could go to the cigar lounge afterwards. Oh shit. So not oh, recommended. Shit. Van Gogh museum. Terrible. Um, we do have some podcast resolutions. Um, you and I discussed, so we could definitely tell people what our intentions are for 2021. So there's a couple things we're doing. Well, essentially, we broke it down to five. So we're going to do a site redesign, which is awesome. Um, so hopefully that'll be finished before the end of the year. Do I do weird? Th do I have a weird thumb? Yeah, a little bit. 
No, it's not bad. It's a normal thumb. I feel like I have a short thumb. No, it's fine. Um, yeah, it is a little short actually. Now that you mentioned it, it? I think mine is too though. Oh yeah, look at mine. Ew. See, doesn't it make your hand feel weird? Yeah. When you look at it, I hate people with thumbs like this. Ugh. Where it looks like it's just bendy. Oh, I hate I hate the the double jointed where the thumb goes back like it's fucked up. Yeah, where it's all like this, like all the time. You're like, Ugh. ugh. Yeah, it's gross. Um, we're refining our scoring system. So there's a lot that we're changing to the way that we're grading cigars in 2021. So you'll know, you'll notice in like upcoming reviews that the scoring system actually is changing, um, pretty significantly. It's, uh, it's going to be actually a, a, a pretty big change from what we had before. Um, but it should be better, easier to read digestible content. Um, it's going to be more short form, which is awesome. I really like the way that we're designing that. So that'll be forthcoming as well. It's it's simple if you have a rubric. It's oh, it's super <laughs> simple if you're retarded, um, <laughs> if you're the R word. Um, and then uh, so and this is a good time just to say thank you to everybody who has bought the Dongers Knockout cigar release. So that released a couple weeks ago. And there's a ton of people have already going back for seconds. I've had a lot of people actually reach out to me and go, are these still available? And I'm like, and I send them the link. I'm like, yes. And until it says they're not, keep buying them. Um, so it's been really well received. A lot of actually people message me and say that this should be a regular production cigar. So it's it's pretty cool just to be a part of what I would consider a pretty small but fun project that we got to involve ourselves in with My Cigar Pack and Rodriguez Cigars. It was a lot of fun just to kind of execute on the whole thing and just to kind of put our name out there in terms of, you know, what I would consider like, I mean, this is not like a huge cigar release on the market, but it was so well received, it almost felt that way. You know what I mean? There's a lot of people, there's a lot of hype around it, which I thought was interesting because we really kind of, I don't want to say we rushed it, but it was like, there was no, like we didn't spend months going, this thing is happening, right? We spent like less than a month. Um, but it was really cool. Super well received. People just keep fucking buying them, which is amazing. Um, so I just, it's a good time to thank everybody for the support on that. And that kind of dovetails into one of the resolutions that we're going to continue doing more stuff like that throughout this year. So as we rush through 2021, there's more projects like that, that we'll be working on, um, with certain manufacturers and with, uh, my cigar pack. The other thing yep. we've said we are going to commit to doing is we are going to have a hundred plus reviews published on the site by the end of the year. We did not make that this year. We reviewed a lot of cigars, but published is a whole nother thing. Like going through and writing content and developing that and getting it out there between two people is a very arduous task. Um, but with the refined system and the way that we're scoring cigars now, getting content onto the site is going to be much more manageable it's going to be a streamlined process. So we should be able to pump out more reviews for everybody. Cause one of the things that we did differently this year, well, I'd say last year in 2020 is that we spent a significant chunk of our time reviewing new releases, especially as we rounded like through June, the June timeframe is really when Chris and I made a decision to say, okay, these new releases are coming out. Let's make sure. Cause there's stuff that's been, it's been reviewed at nauseum over and over and over and over again, right? For years. I mean, cigar releases that have been out for, you know, 2011, 2012, 2013, um, that are very popular cigars still. And it's like, you review those. Well, everybody's reviewed. I mean, some of them it's worthwhile for us to just put our opinion out there because maybe people ask, or it's a, um, it's, it may be a polarizing cigar. So we're just another voice to say, Hey, this is what we believe, um, this cigar to be like that. Those are fine. Um, but, one of the cool things is that, especially from a consumer perspective, which we were very focused on, is that when something releases in the year, 
people are always like, well, what does, what does it represent? What does it taste like? And if we can be, um, a mouthpiece just to get information out there and get our opinions out there, it allows people to be a little bit more informed as far as the release itself, whether or not it's something they feel they want to pick up, whether or not it's something that they want to buy a box of commit to, or, Hey, I want to buy a single just to test it out. We're going to be doing more of that in 2021 as um, cigars released throughout the year. So we're intentionally focused on that, but also focused on making sure that we get to that hundred mark. I like it. I love it. I want some more of it. Yeah. You want to see something dope, by the way, I keep going on these weird tangents, but look at this. Yeah, I want to see it. You crocking it? Ugh. You look very Rastafarian. How cool are those? Um, They're tie-dye Crocs, man. I have three I mean, pairs of Crocs now. I'm pretty stoked about it. It kind of looks like you're trying to... It's like you're trying to join like a Rastafarian gang. Look at those things. Yeah, man. Are you Jamaican now? You know, it was funny because I went to hockey one day and I had this part flipped up mm-hmm. and I didn't know it at the time because I'm new to the croc game, but uh, our buddy Bobby, he goes, hey man, why don't you flip those into four wheel drive? I'm like, what are you talking about? He goes, put that strap in the back. <laughs> and I was <laughs> like, what the fuck? So now when I'm out, I'll kick those things in the back. If I'm letting the dogs out, my guy like, strap them in four wheel drive. <laughs> or just looks at me like, what the fuck? That's funny. You got to get, get the crocs in four wheel drive. Um, all right. So. This is a big episode for us because this is our top released episode, right? This is like, this is the one that's going to be the episode everybody pays attention to this year. Not that our opinion fucking matters. We always say that, you know, we put this stuff out there and then we go, but who the fuck are we? Right. But it's just our opinion. Um, So this year we're, we're adding an extra element to it, actually an extra two elements. So here's what we're going to do. So just to outline for everybody who's listening to the podcast, here's what we're going to break down. The first thing, the first component that we're going to break down are the top five 2020 releases. So every cigar that we'd smoked that's a 2020 release this year and that we reviewed, we're going to review, or sorry, we're going to break down our top five of those. Then what we're going to do, and as most people know who follow the podcast and participate through Instagram on our polls and through our website, know that we have community scores. A community score is essentially a survey on a cigar, thumbs up, thumbs down, um, of the cigars that we've reviewed throughout the year. Essentially what it does is it breaks down into a percentage and it's the community saying, this is what I feel about this cigar, thumbs up, thumbs down. And the combination of the score gives us that outcome percentage, which helps us create the rank for our top community scores. We're going to do the top 10 of all the cigars that we smoked in 2020. So that could be inclusive of anything back dated all the way back to the nineties. If we actually smoked it. Damn, this is hype. Then before we get into the big reveal, which would be our top scores of cigars in 2020, which by the way, a lot of these are going to be score reveals because a lot of these never had scores associated with them. They only had recommendations associated with them. So we're going to be revealing a lot of scores on this podcast that no one's ever seen before. Um, but before we do that, before we get into our top 10 of the entire year scored by your boys of the hot ticket, we're actually going to add another component to this. And that is what was the worst cigar that we smoked this year? There's only one. We're choosing one. Um, ironically enough, this cigar both got the worst score by us and by the community. So it is very disliked. Um, so we're going to reveal that scar before we actually get into our top 10 that we smoked throughout the year of 2020. So with that, let's begin. I'm pretty excited to get into this. Chris, are you feeling good right now? I feel like this is going to be a lot of fun. 
I'm super excited to be here. It's an honor. I look forward to the outcome of this competition. All right. And with that, let's begin. And we'll give a we'll give kind of just a brief summary of each of these because we do have a lot to go through. Some of these will overlap because they've made multiple lists. Um, but let's get into it. We're going to start with the top five cigars that were released in 2020 that we reviewed. Are you ready? I am ready, Corey. Ready as I'm going to be. Here we go. At number five is the Mil Diaz by Crown Heads, which received a 92 and a half from your fellows at the hot ticket. Hell Holy yes. fuck. Yeah, that's a great fucking score. Let's hear it for him. All right. Every yes, yes, year, yes. Every year, Crown Heads manages to have a solid team and lineup, always competing, always strong competitors this year, again, making the top five list. The Mil Diaz, brother, is one very interesting cigar. This is, I believe, a new cigar from another manufacturer. This is their first comes cigar from- they made with another manufacturer, the Pajardo. It actually and- isn't the first. The Juarez would technically oh, be the right. first. The, was the, first. Um, the Mil true. Diaz was the first, I would say. that. I mean, because Juarez came out under the Thompson brand, um, which was annoying. I'm glad that Crown Heads kind of reeled that one back in and just released it under the Crown Heads brand because it's been just an absolutely amazing cigar. The Juarez is unreal. Um, and then second from the Pachardo factory is the Mel Diaz, which was released earlier this year. Yes, I got to say it's a great cigar. Yes. I'm happy to see it in the list. Okay. Yes, yes. I'm actually surprised um, because the feedback of the Mel Diaz has been so overwhelming in the industry this year. Um, I've seen it make some top lists this year. Um, I'm not saying that I'm shocked that it made it in our top five because it is a very, very good cigar. But you think about, and it's almost like you think about Crown Heads, there's so many releases throughout a year. It's like part of it is like, well, if you just throw a fucking dart at the board, you're, you know, if you got a handful of darts, you're going to hit eventually. Um, yeah. But this is actually a very, very good cigar. And it's cool to see something come from Crown Heads that makes a top five list that isn't EP career, isn't my father made. So I really like seeing that on a top list. So again, um, Mil Diaz, fucking fantastic cigar. And, yeah. but I mean, in my opinion, um, certainly one of the better ones that uh, Crown Heads released this year. Yeah. yeah. Chris, could you care to take maybe even a slight guess of what number four could potentially be on our top uh. picks for 2020? Uh, CAO Vision. <laughs> no. No, they don't ever uh, make the list. They'll never make a top list, Chris. You know this. You know this. It's never going to make uh, a top list. Is this Macanudo? No, it is the 2020 Las Calaveras by Crown Heads. So Crown Heads takes a number five and number four position in Best Cigars Released in 2020. I thought that the 2020 Las Calaveras, two things that I loved about it. One, the color purple. Fucking love the band. Coolest fucking band. Best color on a Las Calaveras I've seen in a long time. And I would argue that the 2020 Las Calaveras, in terms of the complexity of the blend, I think it outshines. It outshined the 19. It definitely outshined the 18. There's some other iterations of years in there, like the 17. I don't think it's better than. But I think between like, and 16 is tough too, but like better than the 15. 14, you got to go back way back, way, 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 way back. Um, I think it's literally one of the more um, enjoyable, more refined Las Calaveras cigars. I think it's like a, I think it's a Las Calaveras for everybody. 
um, I really like the 2020 release, so I'm glad to see it in the top five. Yes. Happy to see it. Um, at number three, I don't know if my voice is in just severe disappointment or if I'm so intensely intrigued by the fact that this cigar has essentially made it in the top scores for 2020 <laughs> cigars smoked, and that is the vintage 1997 Maduro by Macanudo. Chris, this is a cigar that you reviewed. I have not smoked this cigar. Could you, you please provide us some context in terms of this cigar? It's real simple. It's because it comes with a metal band. Done. Drop mic. <laughs> yeah, it's like it's got like a fucking ring on it. It's so weird. I thought it was a cigar stool at first, but I don't know what it is. Like, what is Listen, that thing? This, is it a cock it ring? A, it looks like a cock ring. It's a cock ring for those who've got a slim penis, brother. Mm. Listen. I know it sounds weird. This is a review that I did, and I would never come to you people and tell you that a Macanudo is ever my go-to cigar. I would never say that. Right. Ever. Sure. It, but the reality was is this little premium stick that they put out this year with this very extravagant metal band, which I'm pretty sure is just plated, and it's probably tin underneath. Yeah. I don't care. It's yeah. flashy. It's garbage. It, the Maduro... <laughs> It was such a flavorful, mild, smooth cigar. It literally took me on a vacation from the normal cigars I've smoked, and I was so pleasantly surprised by how well it was made and it, how well it burned and how well it tasted that it made the list. Yeah. I, you know what? I can't say anything. I have not smoked the cigar, so I'm going to take your word for it. So congratulations to the vintage 1997 Maduro by Macanudo making number three on our top list for now, 2020 releases. If you've got problems with that, if you've got problems with that list, don't come at me like I'm cigar fishing now, you this motherfucker. Is, this is definitely going to be a controversial pick. So don't you come you at that. me like, hey, you guys, what did Macanudo have to pay you to make your list? Listen, motherfuckers, they didn't pay me anything. In fact, I had to pay 14 motherfucking dollars to get it. Yeah. Yeah, that is. It did not come at a cheap price point. And I, I will. I do want to point out that I don't know that I actually revealed the score of the 2020 Los Calaveras. It, it also received a 92.5, um, as well as the Mildia. So tied in that score, what essentially is the tiebreakers, the community scores on each one of those. So the Mildia is a community score of 85. 2020 Los Calaveras is a 90. The 1997 Vintage Maduro by Macanudo scored a 93.5. Um, but only scored a 66 in the community rating. So not great, Listen. but but from your boys and from Chris, who feels that this cigar is deserving of a top five, um, hey. hats off to the Vintage Macanudo. Hey, if you're from Brooklyn, you'll love this cigar. <laughs> For sure. Um, at number two is a cigar that I had the pleasure of smoking not too long ago. I'm not surprised this made number two. After I smoked it, it was literally like having multiple orgasms in my mouth. That is The Pledge by E.P. Carrillo, which was a late-in-the-year release, and it scored a 93.5 with a community score, very high community score of a 92. So hats off, E.P. Carrillo Pledge. This cigar was outstanding, and you know as well as I do, I love pretty much everything from E.P. Carrillo, specifically what I would consider probably my top cigar in my Mount Rushmore, which would be the La Historia. There's something about that cigar that I've loved forever. I've said it on this podcast at nauseum. I'm going to continue saying it. The E.P. Carrillo Pledge had some similarities in terms of 
like its complexity, but flavors were completely different. But just the, how dynamic the cigar was really reminded me of the La Historia, so it kept some of that. It also kept the art design as well, just different colors. Um, but the cigar itself was just absolutely incredible. I really like the cigar. I'm, I'm glad E.P. Carrillo, for me, made it in the top picks. Um, again, receiving a 93.5. Now, let's reveal the top release cigar of 2020. Drum roll, please. Here we go. I don't know that I have a drum nope. roll one. I have a burp. There we go. Um, <laughs> I can do a drum roll. And the best cigar that we've smoked released in 2020 is the Diaz de Gloria by AJ Fernandez. Oh, welcome to the top of the list. You get a gold jacket. What's crazy about, first of all, I've said this before, not a huge AJ fan. I haven't been historically. Not a huge AJ fan. I just don't like a lot of stuff that they make. This cigar fucking changed my world this year. To me, and I just smoked one the other day, because you know like you'll smoke a cigar, and it's just like, fuck, that's great, you're reviewing it. I was like, oh, that's great. And then you're, it's like in, it's in the moment cigar. It's almost like listening to your favorite song on repeat, and then at a certain point, you get tired of it, right. and you retire it. That, to me, I thought was going to be the DS Day Glory. It's like, it's okay. Well, at some point, it's the what I love about it is going to diminish in my head. I smoked one the other day, and I was like, God damn, this cigar is fucking incredible. So, for me, absolutely deserving of this particular number one spot. It received a 95 in my score and received a fucking incredible 95 from the community. So this was absolutely hands down a fan favorite, not only from myself, but the entire cigar community that really rated this cigar high. So hats off to AJ Fernandez, DS de Gloria, absolutely fucking incredible cigar. I'm starting to think with the Macadoo, there's a bunch of fucking haters. There's a bunch of fucking <laughs> haters out there. What are you fucking Trump haters? You pieces of shit. There probably is an element of that. There's probably people who never even smoked it. And I put out the like, poll and they're just like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's for sure that. Yeah, I don't think a lot of it is honest opinions, but you know what? It's not like we can filter it. Nope, that's true. All right, now we are going to move on to our top cigars, top community scores for 2020. Now, this is a sampling of all cigars that we've smoked in 2020 and the opinions of our collective audience, people who participate in the polls that we put out. So here we go at number 10 comes in the 2020 Las Calaveras by Crown Heads. Oh, that's beautiful. So Crown Heads yet again breaks a top spot in our picks this particular year. So we've already talked about the cigar, incredible cigar release. This actually received a community score of a 90, so very high community score, all things considered. At number nine would be the Reserva Maduro by Casa Cuevas. Oh, good. I'm actually shocked that this cigar made such a high community score. Now, we rated this cigar a 91, which is a very healthy score, but the community said, hey, we're going to match that. We're also going to give it a fucking 91. Community score, one of the highest ones that I've ever seen in terms of Casa Cuevas. I don't know. That may be the highest rated Casa Cuevas that I've seen yet thus far that I've smoked in terms of community score and actually probably even our overall scores that we scored it at. So Reserva Maduro by Casa Cuevas, again, comes in at number nine. Is that the blue or black band? That is the blue one. Okay, yeah. Now. That is a good cigar. Here's something even crazier. At number eight 
is the El Flaco Habano by Casa Cuevas. Whoa! Two Whoa. Casa Cuevas cigars. Now, these are, <laughs> again, these are community-rated scores, so the community has suggested that this is a very high-rated score. Community score of a 92, very healthy score, puts this one at number eight top-rated community scores of 2020. All right, moving on. Number seven, this is a fan favorite. This cigar manages to keep showing up in top placements on all kinds of cigar publications over a period of time, actually since its inception in the industry just a few years back, and that is the Almafuerte by Placencia. Oh, yeah. Received a 92 community-rated score from the hot ticket, or sorry, from our fans, from our audience. It received a 91.5 from us, so a really fucking high score, very strong score from us as well, um, but even higher from the community as a whole. It's pretty fucking incredible. Good one, though. At number six is, and I love this cigar, the La Duena by My Father Cigars. Yeah, that's a good one. La Duena is just an absolutely incredible cigar produced back in 2012. It received a 92 community score from uh, our collective audience and actually scored, I reviewed this cigar this year, it actually received a 92 from me as well. So very, very highly rated cigar in all aspects. And I think this is like one of those tried and true cigars. I've never seen any La Duena. Uh, like haters i've just it's just never existed i've never seen anybody just like yeah could take it or leave it it's like it always gets fucking great remarks and fun fact Corey, it stands for the Dwayne. the Dwayne. that is true um at number five which has already made a list is the pledge by ep carrillo it received a community score of a 92, and again, as a reminder, received a 93.5 from myself, a cigar I reviewed just a few weeks back. 92, super healthy, very, very healthy community score. Obviously, this one is a favorite amongst folks um, uh, in the cigar community, even though it just literally released just months ago. It has not been on the market that long. I think late, late September, October timeframe. Um, so the fact that it's already, I guarantee, let's call it now, it's going to make the top five for sure, Cigar Aficionado. I'm betting on it right now. It's definitely going to make the top five. Um, absolutely fucking incredible cigar. So again, hats off to EP Creo. Here's another repeat, and that is the DS de Gloria by AJ Fernandez. Comes in at a healthy number four. Again, a community score of 95, a score for myself as a 95, one of the best cigars smoked this year, hands down. Um, congratulations. Dia de Gloria by AJ Fernandez. At number three is the 10th anniversary by Room 101 Cigars. This cigar actually received a 96 from the, the community fuck? as a whole, which is an intensely high fucking rating. I reviewed this cigar probably about a month ago and gave it a healthy 90. It wasn't my favorite. I thought it was a great cigar, but the community definitely disputed my score and said it's definitely well worth um, a much higher score. So the community as a whole rated this one as a 96. So congratulations. 10th anniversary by Room 101 Cigars. At number two, not surprised to see one of these cigars on the list, is the Menelik by Foundation Cigar Company. Mm. The Menelik and Womenelik. Yeah. Menelik, Menelik, Womenelik, Gorillalik. We all lick. <laughs> Everyone licks. 
Um, this re- this also received a 96 from the collective community and received a 91 from us. This was actually one that we featured way earlier in the year before coronavirus. Um, we, re- we actually reviewed this cigar back in early part of February. We gave this a very good rating of 91. Community said it's better than that. And they said, we're going to give this a 96. So 96 um, as a community score in our poll to the collective cigar community. Absolutely great score. So congratulations, Menelik by Foundation Cigar Company. I, I love the artwork. It's very Knights Templar. Yeah, it definitely is. It's got some weird hidden like uh, angels and demons <laughs> shit going on. Um, all right, let's reveal the number one community, highest community Ooh, rated I'm score. Nails. It is the Tricky Traka by Mr. Stevie Saka. The oh, Miquirda made number one top rated community score. Holy shit nuggets. Now, if you remember, this actually received a 96 as well. So we kind of had a three-way tie, but it received a very healthy score from us as a 94. Arguably probably one of the best cigars that we smoked this year. Will it make our top list? Perhaps. But the community said this cigar is amazing, and I couldn't agree more. Absolutely love this fucking cigar. Every time I get a chance to smoke it, I, I fall in love with it more. Incredible release came out in 2019. Very deserving of a top-rated score from the collective community. So, again, congratulations, Dunbarton Tobacco and Trust, Mr. Steve Saka, for the Mi Querida Tricky Traka. Uh, Congratulations to all the people that participated in these polls. Thank you. Your voices have been heard. We are not like the Electoral College. We do not veto your votes like the... The fucking, the way the government, the way the politics works. We don't work like that. No. Your voice counts. Your votes count. Yes, they do. Um, I take it very seriously. So, yes, you are correct. Um, Before we get into our top 10 list, I said we were going to do something a little different this year. And we are actually going to publish to the collective audience the worst cigar that we smoked this year. And I already said in an ironic fashion... Not only did we give this cigar the lowest score, so did the collective community. So everybody's on the same page in terms of how terrible the cigar really was. A cigar that we had just really, or sorry, we had just reviewed just weeks back. And that is the Vision 2020 release by CAO. This cigar, this cigar, community score. I have a staggering low 44. <laughs> now, I mean, listen. that is intensely low. Now, I get it, CAO. This is a rebuild year for you. Listen, you didn't get first-round draft picks. Like, next year will be different. You'll get first-round draft picks. Hopefully, your your rookies will take some time to really find themselves. You've got a new head coach. Now, I don't know if you have a new head coach, but the coach that you got ain't working. <laughs> but... It just you need a little bit more work. I'm hoping next year when the 2021 vision comes out that you you got your shit together and you're ready to play. Right, of course. And when I say a staggering low score of a 44 community score, it only received a an R grading scale a 79.5. It was the only cigar this year that received the lowest recommendation that we have published, which is we would you'd rather smoke twigs and mud for free. Um, <laughs> It was just so incredibly awful. Um, No doubt the worst cigar release of 2020. Um, No doubt one of the worst cigar releases in recent history. No doubt one of the most 
insanely overpriced cigars that has hit the market to date at a, just an absolutely absurd $19. Um, well, I just can't say enough horrible things about this cigar and its release this but, year. But there's a but. There's a fucking but, and you know what the but is. I know what the but is. You know what the but is. Am I going to smoke Listen, it again? Of course are you, I am. Are you a Browns fan, bro? I am. Do you give a shit if they fuck up every year? Nope. No, you don't. You still fucking love them. We're going to fuck up what, tomorrow. We're going to lose to the Steelers and get out of the playoffs tomorrow. I'm, I'm going to watch and it this happen. this is what I'm telling everybody on this show right now. Sure, it sucks dick. <laughs> <laughs> but I still fucking love it. Yeah. Yeah, I do for too. What it, for what it stands for. Right. For what it is, I still love it. Yeah, worst cigar release ever. Yeah, of course. Am I gonna smoke it again? Of course. <laughs> of uh, course. The most, I got two left. <laughs> the most overpriced cigar ever made in history. Absolutely. Am I going to spend nineteen dollars on it again? Probably next week. Yes, yeah. I am. Um, is it just atrocious? And am I going to chase down one of these really dumb lit LED humidors? Of course, <laughs> of course. I'm gonna find one, and I will absolutely pay four hundred dollars on eBay for it four years from now. Of course I will do those things. But it doesn't change the fact that the community also thought this cigar was fucking atrocious <laughs> at, a, at a record low 44. So, again, great job, CAO, for really coming out with a fucking crapper this year and the CAO Vision 2020. All right. Now, let's get into the list that we've all been waiting for. This is the top cigars that we reviewed in 2020. These are going to be a lot of scores that are revealed to you that you've not yet seen. And we are going to put it all out there, all on the line for everybody. And let's see who makes the list. Let's begin at number 10. At number 10, again, Crown Heads makes the list with the Mil Diaz. And it received, again, a 92 and a half from your boys at the hot ticket and a community score of 85. Congratulations, Mil Diaz, making the top 10 best cigars reviewed in 2020. <laughs> Cue fireworks from my hands. <laughs> Crown uh, Head just keeps it. making less. Just boom, boom, I'll boom. Do it in, I'll do it in post. Fireworks. Yeah, you should. You should do that. Maybe I'll just do, I'll, I'll just like put something real shitty in there <laughs> as you do that. Um, at number nine, Guardian of the Farm, not Night Watch by Aganorsa. This is a cigar that I reviewed, that I broke down, that I absolutely love. Received a 92.5 from myself. Received a very healthy 90 as far as a community score. I thought this cigar is just outrageously fucking good. One that I love in a smaller Vitola, a much thinner Vitola, like even in that Corona size. I think this cigar is just absolutely fucking incredible. And this was a not a 2020 release, but back in 2019. And I thought it was an amazing release at that. So congratulations again, Guardian of the Farm Nightwatch by Aganorsa at number eight. Here it makes a list again. The 2020 Las Calaveras by Crown Heads. Congrats again. Congrats again, Crown Heads just making just... A lot of headway in our list. Not surprised. They literally came out with more cigars than anybody else in 2020. So it's bound to happen. So <laughs> there you go again. 2020 Las Calaveras by Crown Heads, which we've argued is probably one of the better Crown Heads um, Las Calaveras releases in recent years. Agreed. Received a score from us of a 92.5 and a community score, healthy community score of a 90. So congratulations again, Crown Heads 2020 Las Calaveras at... Number seven, and I hate to even fucking bring this goddamn name up again, is the vintage 1997 Maduro by Macanudo. 
Uh, it's really hard to give an applause, but it's deserving. It's deserving enough. Chris reviewed it, gave his his best objective opinion, so I very much appreciate it. Um, and it is out there. Um, uh, let's not repeat the horrific community score that it received from everybody. Let's just wallow in the fact that Chris hey. scored it at a ninety three and a half. Hey, it's because they're like the the Macanudo. This one is like the Patriots. There's a lot of fucking people that hate on the Patriots, bro. But can't deny they're a good fucking team. Yeah, that's it's kind of crazy because Macanudo definitely sells. So it's it's it is kind of hard to dispute. Right. Um. All right. At number six, we got another Crown Heads. That is the Four Kicks Mule Kick 2019 by Crown Heads. God damn, it's a good one. That's a great cigar. We scored this cigar to 93 and a half community score of an 87. Um, we actually reviewed this one back in April, so this was just like two weeks out of fucking shutdown. Um, I love the 2019 uh, Crown Heads Mule Kick. I think the cigar is incredible. Completely different profile, obviously, of recent years. The 2018 is one of the best cigars that I've ever had in my life. Um, and I thought the follow-up on 2019, although I don't like it as much, I thought was absolutely fucking incredible, and I love the change-up of it. So congratulations again. Four Kicks Mule Kick 2019 by Crown Heads. Yes. All right. Here we go at number five. We're halfway through the list. This is... Baca by Romacraft. Now, just to be straight up with all of you, it was very hard to get our hands on this cigar. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we were lucky enough. Uh, we were lucky enough that uh, at the time, Danny Vasquez, um, uh, formerly of Romacraft, sent us a few samples, and uh, we were happy, obviously, to smoke them and to break them down because they were pretty difficult at that particular time to find. Um, they started releasing more in the marketplace about a month after that, and then they became a little bit more accessible. Danny, of course, no longer with Romacraft, but she plugged Danny will be on the podcast next week with a new organization that he's at. So stay tuned for that episode. Um, but Romacraft, Baca by Romacraft, received a 93.5 from your fellows at the Hot Ticket and received a healthy community score of an 89. And of course, it makes number five on our top 10 list cigars reviewed in 2020. So congratulations, yeah. Romacraft. Yeah. Um, at number four, a cigar that I've already said that I loved, and I said there would be some cigars that make multiple lists. Here we go. It is Pledge by E.P. Carrillo. <laughs> now, I reviewed this December 16th, weeks, literally weeks ago. So I bear, this was the last cigar that I reviewed of the year. It was the last one. It was the last one on my list to get out there before we moved on. There was a couple other cigars that released, but they, I, there was no way I was going to get my hands on them in time. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to actually, I've got some on the way. Those will be cigars that uh, actually there's going to be a podcast review. So you and I will do them. I got a, five, I got a fiver of one of them. Oh, shit. Um, and still need to get that new Placencia. But um, yeah, there'll, there'll be cigars that uh, we'll roll into this year. Um, but yeah, the EP Korea Pledge was the last cigar reviewed of the year. Again, a score received at a 93.5, community score of 92. Hats off again to EP Korea, uh, making the number four and the best cigars that we smoked in 2020. Here's one that made the list that I think not only would we be shocked that it made the list, but I think other people would be shocked that it made the list, but I'm really glad that that did. And that is the... <laughs> You haven't that even was heard an it accident. Yet. What are you bitching yeah, what for? You, hey, hey, give him a break. Um, <laughs> <laughs> that is the Colorado Oscuro number three by LFD. Yeah. Now, here's yeah, something man. I would love to just say about this cigar. It is by far the most underrated cigar that LFD has produced. 
hands down. And I almost feel like if you're a real LFD fan, you know how incredible it is. But it's not one that's like touted all the time. It's not the Airbender. It's not the Bowl. It's not all these ones that get like. It's not Lenox. It's not these ones that are always just cast into the community as like, oh, this. If you're gonna smoke LFD, you gotta smoke this. It was like this is that LFD that kind of sits by itself on the shelf that you'll just kind of browse over. You'll glaze over. You know, what is that? I'm not really interested. It's kind of got an ugly band. But if you just take a second to look at the richness on the wrapper, and if you just take a good solid whiff of that cigar, mm-hmm. you pick it up and smoke it, I guarantee it'll end up being one of your favorites in the LFD lineup. So again, congratulations to the Colorado Skidder. made number three of the best cigars we smoked this year, received a 94. Chris, you're the one that reviewed this. Scored a 94 from you, a community score of 81. Not the healthiest community score in the world because um, people clearly don't know what they're talking about. But you scored a 94. Very, very, very highly rated cigar from us um, at the Hot Ticket. It's fucking good. Great cigar. All right. At number two, we're making our way down. We're, we're, we're getting close. Oh, shit. At number two, one of the top rated cigars of the year. You open we the envelope already. Open the envelope. Is the Mi Querida. Tricky Traca by Dumbarton Tobacco and Trust makes number two best cigars that we smoked in 2020. Received a 94 from us. A 94 was inching its way for a hot ticket recommendation and just fell short, but received the highest community score that we had of a 96. So it's clear not only did we like this cigar, but the community as a whole thought this cigar was absolutely incredible. Um, and I've got to agree, it's fucking, it's it's amazing. And you know what? It's weird because there was all that hype around the Sober Mesa Brulee, right? I think we scored it yeah. a 91. The community scored it less than a 90, I think like an 80 something. It didn't even make our top list. And it's like, how does that one get all the hype? And how does everyone talk about that when you've got this goddamn gem that it hit the market in 2019? Mm. Absolutely incredible cigar. Totally worth the score. This is one that, again, every time I get my hands on it, I'm so excited to smoke it. I think I only have like two left, and I think I had probably 10 at one time. So it's one that I will pick up if I see it and just smoke it because I think it's that incredible. So congratulations again to the Me Queered uh, Tricky Traca by Dumbarton Tobacco and Trust. Yep. All right, here we go. Oh, shit. Here's the reveal. Nope. Uh, uh. I keep using the burp one. I really like oh. it. In your face, sucker! <laughs> <laughs> I fucking love this little soundboard. It's so funny. In your face, sucker! God, I should have used that one more. In your face, sucker! Um, all right. Here we go. The number one highest rated cigar that we smoked in 2020 that we reviewed that we broke down that it also received an intensely high community score is... The DS de Gloria by AJ Fernandez. Woo, woo, woo. DS de Gloria <laughs> by AJ Fernandez. That's like a Jeopardy theme. I love that. <laughs> um, absolutely incredible cigar. I cannot say enough about this cigar. Again, it's one of those ones where I ended up getting a box of these um, gifted to myself and Chris by Alex from my cigar pack, actually signed by AJ Fernandez himself. I still have the box downstairs. Certainly won't be one that I get rid of. I thought, you know, I haven't been a huge AJ fan. I've said it, obviously, on this podcast. Um, for a long period of time. It's to me, their cigars have usually been more missed than hit. 
And I love the intentionality around what AJ Fernandez has been doing here in the recent years and really concentrating and focusing on their developing their lineup, developing their brand, not necessarily putting all the time and attention to um, contract brands, which it's healthy for them to do that. You make a lot of money doing it, and there's a lot of people that have made all their money doing that, and I think that's great. Um, but I really like the intentionality around them focusing on their brand specifically, um, really creating some unique blends and putting them into the market and in, in, uh, in the way that they should be. And I think the DS Day Gloria really kind of kicked that off for me in 2020 in terms of releases. And it's weird to say that there's one particular cigar out of many in the AJ Fernandez lineup that could switch my opinion about the brand. But this has me so intrigued by what AJ Fernandez is going to be doing going forward. It's like this cigar was so good. It's almost now I'm like, well, now I got to get the next thing. What's the next thing going to be? I hope I'm not disappointed because I thought this one was so incredible. But it certainly changed my mindset like I've got to get my hands on the next one because I thought this one was so insanely good. So again, received a 95 from myself, received a 95 from the community. So it's clear that the market as a whole says this cigar is absolutely incredible. Um, and again, it's only been out since like early part of this year. So it's a very yeah. fresh new cigar that entered the marketplace in 2020. So again, hats off to the DS Day Gloria, our winner of Top Cigar Rated by your fellas at the Hot Ticket Podcast. Wonderful, wonderful, wonderful. Great to see the DS Day Glory by AJ Fernandez receive the number one spot. I remember, I remember uh, that that moment uh, back in the day when we we asked ourselves what would San Latano do if he was here today. Yeah, we did. And yeah. I think what we've learned is that San Latano went back. He went back. He started. He started practicing it. you think he went back to the drawing board he went to the drawing board and he came back with something new something different and that was the ds de gloria yeah you know he definitely did san latano surprised us dude knocked it out of the fucking ballpark absolutely fucking glorious cigar um i can't say enough good things about it it actually makes me want to smoke one tonight and I probably should, just an homage to the fact that it made the top cigar for us in multiple lists. I mean, that's pretty incredible. The only yeah. one, I think the only list that it didn't make was the worst cigar of the year, <laughs> which, was a, uh, which was a solo list. There's only one of those on there. Um, yeah, so there you have it. There's our top list. We're going to publish these, of course, on the website, which is www.hotticketweekly.com. So you'll see all these scores published there. Um, all the different cigars, you can go in and read the reviews as well. So we have them, everything broken down already. Um, but there you have it. There's our top list. Can't wait to do it next year. Can't wait to just truck through a bunch of 2021 releases. I'm really excited about some of the stuff that I know is coming to market. Um, I'm just like, I hope 2020. It's weird because it's like, I don't want to say 2020 was like the worst year in terms of cigar releases. I don't think it was. It was just stifled because of COVID, right? You have factory shuts down, shutdowns yeah. and all that. So I think a lot of things have been delayed. But I think what that does is it kind of backfills the effort that everyone wanted to make in 2020. I think you're going to see a lot of stuff come to market in 2021, especially like summertime. So I'm really excited Agreed. to see what hits the market and cannot wait to just break some fucking cigars down this year. So there you have it. There's our top list. Loved it. Loved it. Thanks for being a part of it. All of you that support us and give us tons of money, 
we we love it keep sending us more money we'll keep doing this forever and ever uh i want to thank my host i want to thank my mom i want to thank my grandma uh god god rest your soul i know you're still alive but god rest your soul uh <laughs> want to thank my children want and especially want to thank my brother uh for being here with me uh through all the thick and thin and uh, I just love you, bro. Uh, I can't wait to see what we do in 2021. <laughs> 2021 is going to be a good year. It's going to be a good year. Um, yeah, man, it was awesome. I mean, you could say what you want about the year, but like in terms of our podcast, in terms of what the industry did, it was actually, it was different. It was weird, but it was really cool at the same time. Like we got to talk to a lot of cool people. We had a lot of cool interviews. We've got some interviews coming up. I got some bangers lined up in January, so just stay tuned for that. Got an interview next week with Danny Vasquez of Baracoa Cigars. He has now migrated um, that Voyager cigar that Danny came out with years back. It's going to have a resurgence. We'll hear all about that on the podcast. I have another interview lined up for the 22nd, which I won't oh. give the name of that one yet. That one's going to be a really, really cool interview with somebody who is um, far more athletic than Chris and I. I'll put that out yeah. there as a hint. Um, I'll tell you what. I love what Jesse's doing. I think, uh, like, I love uh, Barracoa in my, like, Chipotle burritos. So I know it's going to be good. Uh, <laughs> Did you say Jesse? Who is Jesse? <laughs> Just throwing out names. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm trying to play dumb dumb. Mm. I'm trying to play dumb dumb. I thought I you mean, being I serious. Barracoa, like, it's barbacoa. Barbacoa. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, I get it. I get it. Um, there you have it. All right. So looking forward to 2021. Um, I am looking to do Chris tonight. I'm probably going to review a cigar as I publish and try to produce some of this podcast. Um, and I'm going to do it on our new grading scale. So let's fingers crossed. Let's see how it all works. Um, let's do it. But one thing that we will change, Chris and I have been making recommendations and we've been Although every cigar has had a score associated with it in 2020, we've hidden those scores um, from everybody um, as a means just to associate them with a recommendation. What we're going to do going forward is we're going to continue revealing those cigars. So we're going to bring the score back, but we're also going to couple it with the recommendation. I think both those things together is pretty healthy. It was, um, we wanted to just essentially not to put too much time into it, but we wanted to kind of break away from the norm in terms of like associated scores. Um, but understanding that not only do the manufacturers pay attention to those scores and what they represent, the community does as a whole as well. So it, it is advantageous for us to continue publishing scores based upon a scoring system that we don't hide. We tell people exactly how we score cigars, how we break them down, the associated numbers with them and how we get to the outcome. Um, so we will have scores associated, but we'll also have the recommendation as well. So you'll have kind of two parts, um, to that system, uh, when you see the cigars on our website. Yep. There you have it. I also want to thank our show sponsor, my cigar pack. Um, if you've not checked them out, please check out my cigar pack at www.mycigarpack.com. The hot ticket dongers knockout. Uh, cigar release um, that happened at the beginning of this month are still available. You can get those through the subscription or you can get them at cigaryard.com. Um, they're going fast. I'm telling like people are still 
still ordering them on a very regular basis. And, and it is one of those ones where supplies are limited. This is not an unlimited ongoing um, edition of a cigar. It will run out eventually, um, but there still are some available. So make sure that you grab those. Um, I, I personally want to thank Alex for being an amazing sponsor. You know, one of the things that we've always talked about and we've gotten um, sponsorship opportunities for multiple other organizations over a period of time. And I've always told Chris, and we both agreed on this, is that if there isn't um, commonality in terms of not only our intentions, but from a personality perspective and a relationship perspective, if those things don't exist, um, I'll put it this way. Chris and I don't use this podcast as a means to survive. This is not um, this is not one of those things where we don't make all of our money doing the podcast. So we get the luxury of being selective on who we engage with. Um, and we're very intentional on who we do that with. And Alex from My Cigar Pack is somebody who not only do I admire to such a great degree, but somebody who I continue wanting to work with going forward on different releases, doing a lot of creative things because he is actually a very close personal friend now. Where it started out, he was kind of like, hey, I know you guys. You don't know me. Would you want to do this thing together? Let's talk. Um, and even at that time, you know, I was a little reserved as far as like, ah, here we go again. Um, but through dialogue and through that connection, we've built a very, very awesome, long-lasting relationship. Um, so we'll continue doing more for them. And it's an organization that I love supporting to the highest degree. So um, my ask of you is that you support them as well. So you can visit, again, two websites, CigarYard.com, where you can buy singles, five packs, and so on. Of course, Donger's Knockout available there. And then they have the subscription website, which is MyCigarPack.com. Absolutely. Um, also visit our website. We've got all these reviews that we've listed that have made our top picks and we've got a whole bunch more, um, that we've published in 2020. We've got all of our podcast episodes, videos, uh, YouTube videos up there as well. So, um, a pretty decent chunk of content. Um, so you can visit that at www.hotticketweekly.com. Again, we will have a site refresh coming. Um, and by refresh, I mean like a complete redesign of the website, um, it's just a progression and evolution of what we're doing from a branding perspective. So you guys should see that. Hopefully, I don't know. I don't want to put a time frame to it. Chris, it still looks like you're wearing a party hat, which is freaking me out. Um, trying to have a serious conversation and you look like you're having fun. Um, <laughs> but, uh, but that'll be something that we will accomplish in, in 2021. So excited to, to do that as well. Yep. Yep. It'll be done Monday. <laughs> <laughs> God, I wish. How fucking sweet would that be? That'd be sweet. You better get to work because you're going to be working every single minute of every single day between now and Monday. So essentially oh, a, day and a, a, day, a day and a half. Um, all right. So let's conclude it. Um, this is a 2020 episode, but in the new year of 2021. Kind of yep. feels weird. Um, but thank you. I, I sincerely appreciate everybody who listens to the podcast, engages with us through social media, it has been incredible. Like the podcast just keeps fucking growing year over year, over year, over year. This is episode 179, which is insane. Um, it's just crazy. It's just, it, the whole thing has been just a wild fucking ride. So we're going to keep on chugging along and we're going to keep on talking and we're going to keep on engaging, uh, and appreciate everybody to, um, to the very end. You guys have been fucking incredible. Literally everybody has been awesome. There's a few, there's a few cunts sprinkled in there. <laughs> um, I just want to be fucking dicks. Single them out. Uh, Say their names. I, uh, there was a guy the other day. I was just like, oh, God, I want to beat your face in. Um, but for the most part, everyone's fucking dope as shit. And really like interacting with everybody. So um, keep questions coming in. Keep asking us stuff. 
keep telling us how stupid we are. Whatever you want to do, that's cool. Um, last thing I want to mention is we'll have another giveaway coming up. We did a giveaway with my cigar pack. Um, congratulations to the winner of that. Um, that shipment should go out soon. We have another one that we're doing with Hiram and Solomon Cigars um, that I will be announcing this coming week. So we'll do, um, there'll be two winners of that one. Details will be on social media. Um, so keep an eye out on Instagram for that. I will publish those shortly, but it's going to be a real fucking gem of a giveaway. So stay tuned. Absolutely. Absolutely. Chris, thank you for a wonderful 2020. It's been great being a co-host with you. And, uh, you know, you're great. You're great. You're great. I like your new microphone too. It's pretty sweet. Thank you. Could have probably turned that display in the background so it didn't look so stupid, but that's okay. Party it's hat. A fun hat. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right, let's conclude this episode. I got pizza waiting for me. Um, okay. This will conclude episode 179. We will be back at you next week with an interview with Danny Vasquez of Baracoa Cigars um, for episode 180. Take care, everyone. We'll see you next week. Adios. Bye. Thanks, everybody, for listening to this episode of the podcast. We greatly appreciate it. Let me tell you how you can get a hold of us. You can get a hold of myself at the Hot Ticket Pod on Instagram. You can get a hold of Chris at Hot Ticket Chris on Instagram as well. You can find this podcast. It is available all over the place. You can find it on Apple Music, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, and more. And you can find the podcast available on video on YouTube. Look up the Hot Ticket Weekly on YouTube, and you can watch all the fun happen before your eyes. Thanks, everybody, for listening to this episode. And as always, please subscribe, rate, and review on iTunes if you could. And check out our show sponsor, My Cigar Pack, at www.mycigarpack.com. Again, thanks for listening. We'll be back at you next week.